0: This is Amsterdam Generator, who has been activists in fashion revolution. Of Siliane Parasha and Francesca Pham have been the problems of their lives, and, and they have been telling us of And they can
1: Can you tell me a little bit about fashion revolution? So it's about revolutionating fashion, but in what kind of way? A fashion
2: revolution started back in 2013. I think we all know uh, about this, the deadliest Accident in history, actually, in modern history, which was the Rana Plaza accident. That was. Uh, in Bangladesh, right? Exactly, exactly. That was a factory that collapsed and killed more than a thousand people, and then many more were injured, more than 2,500. Uh, 2, and that was the point when Fashion Revolution was born. And so, what is the revolution? The revolution is not only addressing the workers, but I would say this is the main thing that we started doing back then, but also addressing, you know, the materials that fashion is using for clothing and for accessories, etc. And also addressing the system, the fashion system that has been uh, evolving lately since the 90s to only be the fast fashion system. And that is something that needs to change as well.
1: Are you also addressing the consumer
0: yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think the consumer plays like a big part in how the fashion industry is working. So as you might have seen in the over the past few, few years, also with the raising awareness of environmental issues, I think there's also has been a rise of what we call slow fashion. And the consumer can play a big part, can make their voice heard and can also, you know, exert also their preferences and express their opinion by the way they consume. So far as we always think that to be fashionable, we need to have the latest trends. There are alternatives. So you can be fashionable without having to have such a huge impact on workers and on your environment.
1: Yeah, that is also the question which comes to my mind. Like, is it difficult to clothe um, responsibly? Do you know, we can think of our grandparents, for instance. I think
2: they were happy enough with what they had, you know. And it was definitely not, uh, not as much as we have today. And they had probably, you know... Uh, something for like good occasions something for sunday and i don't know something for weddings and then something for every day they had less they had like you know the concept of minimalism i think in their lives without thinking of it in such a in such a a concept
0: and i mean and i think the the thing is that this can be achieved gradually. So this is also what we try to say. You know, there's uh, when you go to on the internet sometimes what you will see is the pyramid of let's say consumerism. You should start by looking at what you have, and then afterwards, you know, you can choose more responsibly by upcycling, for example, what you already have and making something new out of it, or you can. And, you know, you can also buy secondhand. And then ultimately, I think you can buy new, but then try to make, you know, a sustainable choice. I think what this is a great opportunity for anyone that loves fashion, contrary to what people might think, because this is where you can get your creative juices going. So, you, you know, if you go, it's, it's easy to actually say, I will buy what actually is in trend right now. Right you're you're actually, you will find ways to be original in the sense of finding what fits for your own body shape, what fits your skin tone, and what actually is something that you constantly wear over and over again, because that's something that you love and you like. And that's how you also learn more about yourself. I, I mean, this is how I found my own personal, I mean, what is my personal journey at the moment is actually finding what I really like, and what really suits me and not see what. Other people that don't have my body shape actually <laughs> wear yeah. and fits for them, yeah, and also what feels good,
1: but um like personally, how do you do it? because still, if I'm trying to buy second hand, I find it a little bit difficult in Luxembourg sometimes to find like, for example, jeans second hand is like really tough. What kind of ways do you have to get to your fashion items? So I am also buying stuff from local designers in Luxembourg and
2: there are a few and a few brands that are producing sustainable products, but also in the greater region, you know, there's also like, there are some cool designers also nearby, like in Belgium, etc. And And secondhand, there are a few shops and there are a few new concepts, you know, that they do some markets. I don't know if you know the AA warehouse and, and a Vina Kilo is coming quite often. And I actually like them, even if they have maybe a bit too much of a 90s style. Uh, Yeah, but I like swapping. I think my favorite thing is to swap clothes. I swap with my friends. Swapping? Yeah, swapping. So like exchanging clothes, you know. And that's why we are organizing a lot of swaps with Fashion Evolution. And we see that now
1: Luxembourg has uh, caught up and many other people are organizing swaps. Another question is like if you say um, buy from local designers, I, I think it's something I would which I would really like to do, but there always comes the argument the money. It's like it's really sometimes I think unfortunate, but that's just how it is. It is really expensive.
0: Yeah, I mean it's it's very true. So if you're buying it, you really need to you really need to think hard or what you you know how much you're gonna use it and how much you really love it.
2: So this is an investment because actually we have to remember the true cost of the clothes is not the price we are used to pay right now. And this is, as you said, this is pretty unfortunate that we are kind of brainwashed in thinking that the price of the clothes is probably, you know, somewhere between 5 euros to, I don't know, 50 euros, which is really not the case. Clothes cannot cost that much. They only cost that much. Because they are uh, causing problems to the environment, because they are not having, you know, uh, right materials in them. And uh, they also have chemicals that are, you know, polluting, etc. And because the workers in the fashion industry are not paid uh, living wage.
0: Yeah, you know, resorting to secondhand is, is probably the best Option in in general also for you know those who want to make an impact but don't have the means to do it, and when your question before or, you know where can you do it in Luxembourg, I think Luxembourg nonetheless still actually offers some. Really nice gems, and I say it as someone who has been shopping a lot. Actually, I mean a lot. I, I've been shopping in Luxembourg hand I mean, there's quite a lot of occasions. It's just that people don't know it. So the grenier for example, the, that the Ville de Luxembourg um, uh, organizes during the summer month, is a perfect occasion to get your hands on some old clothes from you know grandmothers or you know people from a certain age but that have a really good quality and really good pieces and you have the characters shop in the city center as well but you have shops like truck and actually nowadays i think thanks to the up- upcoming applications on your phone and so on you have also vinted and Depop that can, you know, that are widely used by, by teenagers and, I mean, more younger people uh, where you can find actually good, good pieces. That sounds really nice.
1: I think I'm going to note down <laughs> all the addresses and put them in a link below. How, how do you deal when you see people around you who like really love to shop and shop fast? Uh, So, look, the thing
2: is, uh, of course, Fashion Evolution has um, an approach uh, of being positive and trying not to shame anyone. Like, we should not really criticize, you know, these people. We should just try to give them the information, I would say. This is like planting a seed, you know. Maybe you could just mention, do you know who is making these clothes? Do you know that women probably in Bangladesh or in Cambodia are probably suffering to make these clothes, to make a living. And I think maybe, you know, this will help her create some images in her head that would associate this shopping therapy with something bad, you know. I think people lack information and sometimes they don't do it because they know, but because they've they've never thought, you know, what's behind. I always start whenever I do like public speaking or I have some presentation, I always start by saying what I'm wearing and it's always something swapped or something secondhand or maybe something that I'm wearing for more than 10 years, five years. So this today, for instance, is something that like a silk shirt that I'm wearing, I think, for maybe seven years this is swapped uh, my friend now another stella is living in greece and her pants are here with me and i'm actually yeah also very happy to share this information and to make people you know like even like to have clothes that have a story behind
0: En de movement van Fashion Revolution Luxemburg, van daar op Facebook en op Instagram, de nächsten en swap, also zo kleedertouw, just de 14-15 met zwettelbrek so, om de informationen, van daar bij eis op 100,7.lu, en de mediathek en het generator. En dan vonden daar nog de ganz shopping adressen. Dat was bijdrage van Lara Bush.